it really drives me nuts when people will always talk about the diet soda and all these ingredients that are so harmful, but no one ever talks about alcohol. Like nobody. They yeah. may make like a fucking slide about it or, but I've yet to see. They're afraid to lose as, followers. And I did. I lost followers. I always every do. Time, every every single time. time I talk about alcohol and diet soda, I will lose followers. It's it's fine because those people followers. weren't ready to hear the message anyway. They're they're confused. But it's people are like, can't they be mutually exclusive? It's like, no. Like you're comparing fucking apples to oranges. You can't be like so horrible for you to drink diet soda. Like it's going to kill you. No, 140,000 fucking Americans died last year because of alcohol. How many died from um, diet soda, Beth? Have you heard of anyone like making mass reports about the deaths from diet soda? No. Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise, get strong as fuck, and build a healthy relationship with food? Then you've come to the right place. Let's Let's go. If you'd like to support us in the podcast, join our Patreon where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset-based, and access to over 100-plus low-calorie, high-protein, family-friendly meals. These are all designed by a professional chef who is certified in nutrition. These recipes are already in my fitness pal for easy fucking tracking. New recipes are also added each week. We believe that fitness is for everyone. So this is our way of getting you started on your health and fitness journey at a price most everyone can afford. So what the fuck are you waiting for? I'll see you in the Patreon. All right, Nerdle, what is going on? What's up, Nerdle? How are you? I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. Um, enjoying the fall weather out there. I'm feeling oh. festive today in my orange sweater. At least so. someone is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not feeling the fall weather, are you? I don't know. No, no, I'm not. I got to be honest here, you guys. I'm a summer girl. I'm born in winter, but I'm a summer girl at heart. I, I when the the get starts getting darker and the leaves start falling, my mental health starts going down the shitter. And it, mm-hmm. it's just this happens every year. I did take your advice though. I did get some five thousand IU vitamin D yesterday. I took some Good. yesterday and today, and I kind of already feel better. Like I have more energy right now. Yeah, which I, mean, which I haven't been. Those- yeah, one of those things that it can give you pretty quick feeling better, essentially. So, yeah, so that that is doing its job. Good. That's that's a win right there. I've, I, I've been pretty consistent with my vitamin D. I don't know for since for almost for this entire year. I think is you know I started I, taking really it during the wintertime last year. I believe so. Even in the summer. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. My the dietitian on my team, Kristen, mm-hmm. she's like Matt. I don't care. Like, just you need to be taking it. Even okay. If, even if you think you're getting enough sunshine, even in Ohio, going outside every day in the summertime, you still need to be taking it. So good to know. Yeah, totally. So that's just one thing I'll just be supplementing with. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Let's see what's uh, what's new with you, Beth. How's your week been? <sighs> What, is doing, it? It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. You you just launched the challenge, right? The, yeah. We have, we're doing our 28 day fall into fitness challenge right now. We're in day three. That's going well. Awesome. What else is going on? Some business stuff that I don't really want to talk about publicly. Yeah. It's just really busy. It's, it's hard. I got to say like being a business owner <clears throat> and making big decisions that are very scary uh, is hard. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It can be paralyzing. <laughs> Yeah, today I was like, do I even want to do this anymore? I literally, literally asked my husband, I'm like, what am I doing? Why why am I doing this right now? Do do mm-hmm. I even want to do this? Do you ever go through that? Like, yeah, is, I mean, it's a lot of stress. We are the it? boss. <laughs> yeah. People's um, livelihoods, our, our coaches um, rely on us, mm-hmm. our clients. Like, it's, it's a lot. 
not to mention the taxes. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. $32,000. Okay, great. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited to pay the government that. Thank you. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do I get out of this? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It's like, here you go. Here's all my hard work. You Here's know, all my profit for last year. You know, and that's <laughs> Obviously not, not profit if it's taxes, but that's not including state taxes. And oh, yeah. like, it, it's just, you, you got to pay a lot of money out. I don't, people, it's, it's very stressful, very stressful. Yeah, for sure. And then not to mention the other thing, the big business decisions that also, cost some money. So yeah, that's the thing with with our businesses. We are always investing in our business. Yeah, yeah. Almost all the money I make from my business, I just it just goes back into the it goes business. back out. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you know what I buy for myself? Buying coaches it, and mentorships my food. And, yeah. and food furthering our education, yeah. recertifying and all this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a lot, but it's Actually, it's all worth it. I just want to help as many people as possible. And to do that, you gotta do hard things. So got to do those fucking hard things. Those mm-hmm. hard things that we're always telling people to do. We're not neglecting to do them either. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. My, uh, my uh, group coaching mindful eating for weight loss. We just graduated a group last night. We had our last call with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, a, you know, over the last 12 weeks, seeing them go from like this chronically dieting, fad dieting and losing 20 pounds to gain back 30 and to see them literally put an end to that cycle in just 12 weeks and, and just how empowered and the confidence they have in themselves. Like, man, that right there, like you just said, it's worth it. It's, it's all fucking. Oh yeah. It. Totally. When, when we see our clients, the success and, and the, mm-hmm. the changes that they're making in our life, there's no better feeling than that. Oh yeah, exactly. So we might complain from time to time about what it's like to be a business owner and, and coach, but we love it. We truly love it, especially mm-hmm. once our clients are getting results. So yeah, absolutely. that's what it's all about. Definitely. Speaking of clients getting results, my favorite client of all time, aka my son. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I say client, but of course I'm not coaching him or anything. And I just want to talk about our own kids' journeys so far and how we're so adamant about modeling behaviors for our children. And mm-hmm. now we're literally like experiencing that ourselves and living, yeah. right? My son, like it's been, it's been amazing to watch this kind of this transformation of his own. Now he's 13 years old and I've been taking him to the gym off and on since he was a kid, since he was a yeah. toddler. I've never made him go to the gym unless I, unless I need to then have a babysitter or something, but right. I've always given him the option. And sometimes he takes it sometimes like, no, I want to sleep in, you know, but yeah. um, <laughs> I don't want to wait till one o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday morning to, I know. to go work out, you know, but he's been taking it upon himself these last three weeks now working out at home consistently every day. He's calling me, what workout should I be doing today? He's already feeling uh, more energy. He's already gaining. It's like his confidence is just beaming. I can just tell already he's feeling stronger. Like just mm-hmm. his lunges, for instance, we, a few weeks ago or over the summertime when we were working out together, lunges were a pain in the ass for him. Like, and their lunges are tough if you haven't yeah. if you're not strong enough, you know, mm-hmm. um, but they're very, very fucking important. He was not able to do lunges over the summertime without literally wobbling, falling over, getting extremely frustrated. But now just yeah. three weeks into strength training consistently on his own at home, he's crushing his lunges. I, I, I had him over last weekend. We went to the gym together, loaded up his, re- did a reverse squat or a reverse lunge, pedal mm-hmm. bell. And like, my God, it's night and day. It's just amazing how quickly you can see results in your performance and, yeah. and levels there. Yeah. Um, not only that, but I he's he's personally taking it upon himself to take it a step further because he knows 
he hears me talk with our content and podcast and <laughs> and in the way I live my life that he knows that getting enough protein is important and and eating healthier is important. So mm-hmm. he's he's a picky kid, right? He's 13 years old. He doesn't eat yeah. he loves fruit. He'll eat berries and strawberries or uh, bananas and, and things like that. But vegetables, mm-hmm. not so much. Protein, yeah. not so much. He'll, he'll, he's starting to warm up to eating plant based or uh, animal protein and things like that. But um, he knows that if he wants to get stronger because he's got performance goals, he wants to. He's he's going to be trying out for the basketball team this year after not knowing if he was going to try out because the other kids are a lot bigger than him now. He's mm-hmm. he doesn't he's not blessed with good genes. Like I'm tall, skinny, and his mom is short and and skinny. He's got genetics working against him there, so he knows like he's got to be strong to show up and play. So that's kind of why he, what's his motivating motivating factor here is performance, right? Mm-hmm. So he wanted he came across something on tiktok i don't know what it was but he showed me the video he's like hey dad can we make this it's a smoothie mm-hmm. i said oh a smoothie yeah so he showed me the video and the, the title was like how to the, this is one meal i or a, uh, like something a rock star smoothie for skinny kids with fast metabolism and i was like okay whatever it was another teenager that was posting in one of these yeah he watches so he's like can we buy everything that we that, that we need to, to to make it and so he needed oats he needed peanut butter some protein mm-hmm. powder strawberries, bananas, all that good stuff. So we went and loaded them up and I bought him a blender so that he can do this at his mom's house. Didn't have a uh-huh. at his house. So where I'm going with this is I he is coming to me and expressing interest in me of taking his health seriously and, and things like that. So what I'm doing now is I'm doing everything I can to make sure that he's successful. You know, mm-hmm. so buying him the blender, getting him the workouts, giving him some equipment at home because he's interested in it. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that he's successful with it. And nice. This just goes to show like what we talk about with modeling these behaviors. None of this is forced on him. He's he's taking this initiative on his own. He's building his own discipline. He's setting Mm -hmm. an alarm clock on his phone every day to work out. Like Riker, go. I know, right? That's awesome. I haven't showed him any of this stuff. He's just doing it. And And I know from like being an outsider looking in that he definitely was not like this uh, like a few months ago. Yeah, you just saw him in June, right? Yeah. So he it's it's true where you can you model the behavior and then at some point they will catch on. Yeah. But you you are absolutely right. Just oh. a matter of those few months. Leading by example. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Okay, example. that just came to me. Yeah. Leading by example. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That's just like you don't have to teach your kids anything about mm-hmm. nutrition and exercise. Just just show them. Just show up for yourself and they'll see that. Then they'll get curious. They'll get curious. They'll start asking questions. Can I make yep. a smoothie? Can I get some right. equipment to work out with? Right. Can I go on a walk with you? Whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Johnny's kind of doing the same thing, right? Yeah. He's been... he's, he, I mean, he's been working with the trainer now for a while. And I think yeah. that was something he wanted to do, right? He wanted to. He still wants to do it. He loves it. Had that in jujitsu. He's, mm-hmm. and now I notice. On his own, he's making his own choices, healthier choices, I should yeah. say, with with food, mm-hmm. which he's more always, oh, most kids are, they want the sugar, you know, let's yeah. be honest here. They always want to go towards that stuff. I Johnny, sounds like the Takis and that type of junk. You know, Johnny's like the the trolleys and all mm. all that kind of stuff. And now, without even me saying anything, because he, he has dessert every night and sometimes, some recently, he's like, no, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm not really hungry. I really don't need that right now. And I'm like, yeah. What Who is this? Are you okay? <laughs> what kind of kid <laughs> says no to dessert? All right. He's like, I already had something earlier that was sweet and I think I'm good. And I'm like, look okay. at that. You're fucking catching on. This is kind of cool. All right. So yeah. I'm just going with the flow. Yes. And I'm like, it, embracing it. It's working, whatever, whatever I'm yeah. modeling. 
mm-hmm, and trying sure. to teach. It's like, yeah. okay, he's trying to, he's actually catching on now. So absolutely. At, and you know, when it comes to like dinner, he's like, okay, what's for dinner? And I'm like, it's this, he's like, well, what's the protein? And I'm like, Okay, cool. Love it. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, asking those questions, wanting to learn. He's thirsty. Uh-huh. He's yeah. Thirsty for the knowledge. Yeah. So, good stuff. Now, I want to ask you too, Beth, is this is something I'm struggling with, with mm-hmm. how to talk with Riker about this. So I want, like, I tell him I'm proud of him and everything, and I want to encourage him, but I, this is where it gets very tricky as parents, is mm-hmm. complimenting the effort like, right. That's what I'm trying. Like, I want to praise the effort and not necessarily the results. Right. I want to, I want him to understand that I'm proud of him mm-hmm. no matter what, and not proud of him just because he's working out and exercising, mm-hmm. exercising. I want him to understand that I'm proud of him for the effort that he's making and that he's doing something for himself and mm-hmm. like the, the discipline that he's creating and the consistency that he's creating. I don't want to, and I, and I know I'm not, but this is where diet, not diet culture, but like at this age is when kids will remember everything their parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles say to them. So it's like, mm-hmm. we need to choose our words very carefully what yeah. we're praising them by, right? It's like in school, psychologists say, don't pray, don't, don't tell your kid that they're so smart, right? Because then that just means that they're naturally smart and they don't have to try. No, you praise their effort. You don't praise mm-hmm. that they're smart. You praise that I see you working so hard and I'm so proud of you for that. So, mm-hmm. so I guess the message here that I want our listeners to hear is, it's okay to praise your children, but how you do it matters. And we don't want to give them the impression that they're only, we're only proud of them or only worthy because they're changing their body or, or, mm. or getting good grades. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I praise my son's consistency. Mm, yes. Yes. That's what I, I, I'm like, cause sometimes he'll be like, you know, I'm really tired. What is, what had happened? Oh, he had a sleepover on mm-hmm. Friday. And I'm like, remember you have strength training tomorrow. Right. Of course. Then he woke up in the morning and he was like, oh. I'm so tired. Yeah. Well, I have, I have strength training. He's like, but you know what, mom, I made a promise to myself and I'm going to go. And I was like, Jesus, Johnny. Yeah. Like, okay. And I was like, you know what? I am so proud of you for being so consistent. I go, consistency is what gets you results. And -hmm. you have been consistently going and doing these things. I go, you've had a few times where you didn't go. I go, but that's okay. Because you you went Mm -hmm. the next time. And that's what matters is that you keep going even when it's hard. And of course, some days are going to be like, if you're sick, he was sick a few times, he couldn't go to jujitsu. And as soon as he wasn't sick, he's like, okay, it's time to go back. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to get back into it after being, let's say, sick or something. Uh, You know, that's easy to be like, oh, you know, I just don't want to go anymore. But Mm -hmm. he loves what he's doing. And I'm glad that he, I think it helps that he loves what he's doing. And if he didn't, then he for sure would let me know. (laughs) <laughs> good yeah um Johnny's so not afraid to tell you what he's feeling raising the consistency yeah for sure for sure That's what i've been doing yeah yeah and on that note i actually caught myself the other night when i was texting Riker. Mm-hmm. i caught myself in coach mode and <laughs> mode. so that's like really hard for us as coaches yeah. to not to not want to just coach our, our children right instead of just being a parent so because that smoothie that he has it's got 60 grams of protein uh, i don't know why this thought even popped up to my head because i'm a coach i said so what are some what are some other foods that you're eating throughout the day that have protein is what i asked him <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, shit. And then I sat on that for a couple of minutes, <laughs> five minutes, five minutes passed. And I was like, I was like, you know what, Riker? I said, it doesn't matter. I said, I said, that literally doesn't matter. I said, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for, for making the effort and, and showing up for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, so, it's hard. It's hard. A, mm-hmm. being a parent, 
be getting stuck in our old thought patterns and then how we do things. And even for me, like diet culture and my, my son and like my deep shit, right? Like with good food, bad food, which I've had to heal my, my relationship with food Mm -hmm. that there have been some times that I have had to catch myself with saying, are you sure you want to eat more of that? That's a huge brownie or something. And I'm like, and then I'm like, you know what? you know when to stop eating when you're full, whatever. And it, it is very fucking hard. And there have we been- We were always some... being questioned when growing up. Yeah, you sure? Like you, oh my, like well, for me, it was the opposite. People would, <sighs> I, I, I ate and ate and ate and ate and mm. I get three or four plates. So people were always commenting like, where's it all going and stuff like that. So yeah. I actually felt insecure as a child because of, because of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, we got to catch our own self. And I'm like, what do you, why would you even say something like that? That's so fucking dumb. Like, it's like stuff I teach not to do. Right. Yeah. And it, it, but it's so deep ingrained sometimes. Yes. That when you were raised in that environment, it's, you might yeah. know better, but you might still catch yourself slipping from time to time. Yeah. It is a constant war with mm-hmm. trying to keep diet culture out of your it is. It really it is. is. And you're 50 years old. I know you were around this stuff growing up when you were a child, right? Mm -hmm. And the reality is it takes, if you're in this environment for 20, 30, 40 years, uh, it's not just because you're a coach doesn't mean you're not going to slip up. Right. Right. I mean, I've been surrounded by diet culture way longer than I have been a coach. Right. So living in LA, working in bars and being around people that have consistently starved themselves over and over again, and me up until my late thirties. So mm-hmm. it's still there. Mm-hmm. It's controlled now, but it, it's still at the back of my mind. And I fight it too, like everyone else does. Just like stopping eating when you, before you become massively full, that is also a craft that you have to, It is. I'm consistently talking to myself still. Like, okay, do you, yeah. are you really like hungry? Even if I'm like, want a snack and I'm like, are you even hungry? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm saying the same shit I tell people to do. Cause mm-hmm. this is the stuff that keeps you on, I hate the fucking word, but on track or not in a surplus. <laughs> yeah. Maintaining or yeah, yeah, it's, it's easy to go. Balance. The balance. It's e- is, yeah, yeah. It's easy to go grab that bag of chips and be like, you know what? I'm just feeling like chipping out today, but you gotta, you gotta sit there and give yourself the pause do you really need, no? Pot. And I'm like, do you really need those chips, Beth? I'm sitting there talking to myself. No, you don't. Okay, good. Put them back. Yeah. It's it's constant. So I, I want people to know also that this is something that we work on consistently. It's not like it just dies. Mm-hmm. It does go away in the back of your mind, but you still have it. Yeah. Yeah. And what you were saying at the beginning that I wanted to touch on that too, because that, that have, having trouble with identifying that feeling of full, right? Yeah. And, and satisfied. Many people... And I know this from experience working with so many, so many women is they only Mm -hmm. know two ends of two opposite ends of hunger. They know Mm -hmm. extreme hunger and they know extreme fullness. They don't know anything in between. They don't know what satisfying meals are. They don't know what it's like to feel satisfied. They don't know what it's like to feel slightly hungry. They don't know what it's like to feel slightly full. They don't, because they're not aware of their hunger cues and they've been Mm -hmm. dieting for so long because that's what, and that's what dieting does. It's those extremes. You're either starving or you're, you're full. Like there's no in between. Yeah. And that's where mindfulness comes in, where you have to actually sit there and actually pay attention to how you're feeling. Because a lot of us on are on autopilot and just want to just eat, 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 eat super fast. We're watching TV. We're not yep. paying attention. It's like, you got to slow your roll. You got to pay attention, put the fork down mm-hmm. and then you listen to your body. A lot of us just don't listen to our fucking body cues. So that's one thing. Start listening to your body and slow, yeah. slow things down a little bit. 
Yeah, we're going to end up talking about mindful eating on this episode or something. I know. You're, yeah. you're right. I mean, auto, <laughs> breaking autopilot, that power of the pause, that that pause helps so to important. break that autopilot, right? Mm-hmm. And that's literally the first thing we teach in, in week one of our group coaching program is, mm-hmm. is the power of the pause and, and breaking or becoming aware of your autopilot, yeah. really, first and yeah. foremost. Because yep. autopilot, it's, you don't know you're doing it. You don't realize you're doing it. So we have mm-hmm. to break that autopilot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I fucking love mindful eating. It, it's it, it's incredible. I mean, for yeah. For just not only just repairing your relationship with food, because it's great for that, for emotional eating, stress mm-hmm. eating, and managing your triggers and losing control around food. But maintenance, guys, like this is where you should be spending your your time is in maintenance. And mm-hmm. you're going to do that by becoming a mindful eater. Yeah. You know, you don't, you, we're not, you're not going to be tracking your food all the time. You need to learn how to eat outside of your tools that you have. Um, right. Yeah. And then mindful eating is a tool, but the thing is about that tool is you've got everything on your body inside of you that you need. So you don't need to be worrying at a restaurant about tracking calories or macros or anything like that. You can just eat mindfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go anybody, any place, anytime, any race, any sex, doesn't matter. You can yeah. fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we uh, answer some questions that we asked in our Cut the Crop Facebook page? We absolutely should because we were like, what the hell do you guys want to hear us talk about? So really quickly, guys, if you're listening and you're like, what Facebook group are you talking about? We started a Facebook group back in August that's exclusive for our Patreon members. So mm-hmm. when you become a Patreon member, you will be allowed in the exclusive Facebook group for just Patreon members. And you'll always be, you'll always be welcome in the group, you know, even if you stop being a patron. So that's one of those cool benefits of that is we just check in with people there. And now we're going to be answering questions from the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to do the first one? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) All right. Tamara. Hi, I know I'm not alone with this question. How do you recommend shorter, smaller people successfully go into a calorie deficit when they have less than 20 pounds to lose and their maintenance is already low because of their body size? You both talk about how 1,000 to 1,200 calories is too low for a deficit, but that may be the deficit for some of us. It's mine. Some of us, like myself, who are active, are very hungry in this low calorie amount and can't maintain this day after day. So we end up eating in maintenance or above. Help. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to say a few things, and then Matt, you can add to this. So first roll. off, yes, because you're smaller, you will have to eat. Did less. she say so, how tall she was? No, I wish I knew. I wish I did have a a, have asked her a height. A clarifying question: um, Exactly how short are you? Because I'm right. What I'm imagining is like four nine. Yeah, that like, sound. In my experience, are you the size clients, of my son? This is what I want to know. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and, if, and if so, okay. Yeah, there are instances. And I think what people miss on our content when we say this is this a lot of people that think 1200 calories is the like everyone's calorie deficit number because that's what my fitness pal gives people or lose it or a lot of just calorie tracking apps. It's not a universal calorie deficit number, but a lot of people think it is. So, but if you're smaller, yeah, you do require less energy. But here's the thing. You don't have to take 500 calories off your maintenance, first of all. So a lot of people go to that route. No, take 200 off. Okay. 250. It doesn't have to. But oh my God. It could be 100 calories below. That just means it's going to be more of a slow and sustainable fat loss, which we like anyway. So don't don't take 500 calories off your maintenance. That's going to help. Increase your NEAT and strength train. Up your protein. And take a look at why you think that you need to lose X amount of weight when maybe you just need some body recomp. So there's that too. Like, do you need to lose 20 pounds, 10 pounds? What is it? 
Like what is now, losing that 10 to 20 pounds going to do for you? Is it what worth is it eating that little because you don't require that much energy? If you had, oh, let's see, 20, 30 pounds to lose, then I don't really even see you need to go that low either. Let's say you wanted to be 120 pounds. What's 120 times 12? This would be like Jordan Syatt's calorie deficit to figure it out, right? Like you could mm -hmm. do 120. 1440. Um, okay. 120 pounds, 1,440 calories. That's not 1,000 to 1,200 calories. That's for 120 yeah, that, pounds. Yeah, so, so how, so right how there, tall we're... are you to have to eat 1,000 to 1,200 calories is what is what I think. It sounds like she's being unrealistic to. with her goal then. Possibly. Even if you wanted to get to a 100 or... What am I saying? A hundred pounds? That's fucking crazy to me. Um, yeah. Well, then in that case, hell no, you have no business. I, I, she didn't give us any more information in terms of even if you wanted to be a hundred pounds, that's twelve hundred calories. Okay. Right. Which which could be doable if you are four four seven. And <laughs> that, disclaimer: only... we're not saying do this, guys. Doing it. You don't know what I'm saying? That. So you have no business losing weight down to hundred pounds. I think our point is is that mm -hmm. you may be unrealistic with how much weight you need to lose, or what you think your deficit should be. Yeah, with just you doing the times 12 multiplier that Jordan Syed came up with, or not came up with, I think he just popularized it. Yes. That, that alone, if you're trying to get down to 120 pounds, times that by 12, your your calorie deficit is already 1,400 calories. So so you're already at 1,000 to 1,200 calories? That doesn't make any sense. So I agree with everything you said, Beth. Absolutely. Start there. She says she's active. She didn't say how active. Here's the thing about calories and our activity levels. And there is research to support what I'm about to say. Humans are great at overestimating our activity levels and mm -hmm. we're great at underestimating how many calories we're actually consuming Yeah, and burning. We overestimate how many calories we're burning as a result of us overestimating our activity levels. Okay. Mm -hmm. She said she's very active. I don't know what that means. Didn't give right. us any context, but if you're very active, you're already going to be not need, you're going to need a lot more than 1200 calories. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Just off a of simple math, just just off a of simple math. So yes, and, and that would be like it, that would be like the goal weight times twelve would be yeah yeah for the, sure the way to go for sure. So then, if she's truly if she's truly done thousand calories and, and that's the only way she's been able to lose weight, what that tells me is she's under muscled. She is very under muscled. Mm -hmm. What that means, she doesn't have the body composition to support going that low of a calorie in that low of a calorie deficit. So. What you need, if she, what she needs to be doing, if she's not already, strength training consistently, mm -hmm. build up her muscle, and maybe stop dieting for a while. Stop trying to lose weight. Let your body be nourished. Give your body more calories, more consistently, more protein. Build some muscle. Give it mm -hmm. six months to a year. Recomp and see where you're at. She probably doesn't need to to, to lose the weight. It's probably a, a body recomp, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, and because here's the thing, if you are under muscled and you lose weight, you're just going to be a smaller version of the current body composition. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you want to get that, that look, that toned look, I hate saying that, but like that toned look that, and, yeah. and, you know, you're not going to do that by starving yourself. You're going to do right. that by fueling your body and building muscle mass onto your frame. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because if you're just cutting down to nothing, guess what? You're, you're losing muscle mass as a result of that, because you're already under muscled. You're not fueling your body appropriately. You're not yeah. getting enough protein to tell your body to, to conserve your muscle. Mm -hmm. So we're making a lot of assumptions here based on the information that we gave, that we were given, but all that information, you could decipher through it yourself and see which of it applies to you. And, yeah. And, go from there. yeah. and if you still are having trouble with that, reach out to myself or Beth. We can talk about it on a call, see if perhaps we can help you with some one-on-one -on -one coaching or something, because that's really 
where the nuances are are important. We can give you generalized advice for sure based mm-hmm. on what we know, but if you really want to get down to the bottom of it, that's what working with one of us would, would benefit from. Yeah. I, I think people don't realize the power of having a coach. And mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to like toot my own horn and what we do, but that's all too for you. Fuck you're, I mean, you're amazing. <laughs> for you. It's like, oh. do you understand how much guesswork would be taken away if you had someone helping you and guiding you and holding you accountable? Yeah. You would be you would be absolutely guesswork. Amazing. Like that that's that is a crazy concept to me. Cause I, you know? I why would you and I'm just let's just throw this out there because I know this happens. I'll, we're in our DMs every day. Mm-hmm. Why would you sit here, spin your wheels on your own for 10 or 20 years mm-hmm. when you can hire a coach for six months or a year, whatever it takes? Yeah. And and take the guesswork out of the equation. And then you're then you're free for the rest of your life. <laughs> you're out of the cycle. You you've congratulations. You did the mm-hmm. damn thing. Instead of guessing for fucking years on end, which a lot mm-hmm. of people just do. They're like fucking freeballing it, right? And then they're like, I don't know. I'm not seeing any results. And I have and when to they're eat guessing, low they're calories. From it's one like, thing to another. And you may not even have to eat low calories. You just think you do because maybe you're just focusing on the scale number. And because the scale's not moving, you keep thinking you have to lower your calories and you probably don't even have to do that. There's so many things that could be going on here. Yeah. Um, yes. That, yeah, that a sure. coach can actually help you with. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, oh my God, thank you. Like uh, now I don't have to fucking guess. I can just follow a plan and have you help me along the way. Yeah. And, wow. It's no stress. I mean, woo. imagine that. <laughs> and right. you were talking to there about going low calorie too, and that. With each time that you go on a, a severe calorie restriction diet, we said this on the podcast before, you're you're not when you're talking about weight loss and you're going on a, a low calorie diet, guess what that weight loss is? Some of it's going to be fat for sure, mm-hmm. but we're also going to be losing our muscles mm-hmm. and we could be losing bone density and, and weakening our bones when we're doing those things. So weight loss isn't the end all be all here right. is, is what is what we're saying. There's so much more to it than that. Mm-hmm. Fat loss is fat loss. If you if you focus on body composition, losing body fat and building muscle mass, that's that's going to be the winning key right there. Yeah. When the world feels crazy and chaotic, remember that you don't have to. You deserve to take control of your mental and physical health. Cured Nutrition is trying to make it easier for you to do just that. Formulated with their trinity of ingredients, a blend of full spectrum cannabinoids, functional mushrooms, and adaptogens, serenity gummies are your answer to finding the calm in every storm. Cured wants you to feel good about feeling good. They took their time formulating their serenity gummies. They left out the artificial flavors, sugars, and dyes, and replaced them with ingredients that actually live up to their clean label wellnessy word. I've recently started taking serenity gummies at night for my nighttime routine to help me get settled after a long, stressful day, and they've been really easing me into a great nighttime sleep. Right now, Cure is extending an exclusive offer to you, our listeners. You can grab a bag of Serenity Gummies for 20% off by visiting www.curednutrition.com slash CTC and using the coupon code CTC at checkout. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com slash CTC and coupon code CTC at checkout to save 20% to protect your peace and pop a gummy. All right. So is that it for that question right there? That's it for that I'm, one. I'm loving how we're doing an impromptu uh, session here, a Q&A. We haven't done a Q&A in a while, by the I way. Know. I we should do one of those up on the Instagram stories here soon. All right. So then the next question that I wanted to talk about is from An- Angelia. Angelia? Angelia. Angelia. Yeah. So she said, my question is around cardio. So I have had a trainer that said walking is good, but not to do HIT, high intensity interval training. That anything like that would affect me since, since I'm 59. 
Then I hired a lady and she wanted me to do one hour of cardio each day that I strength trained with my heart rate staying at 130 to 140. That's a lot. She also put me on 1200 to 1400 calorie diet. I totally wasted my money because I'm not doing an hour, an hour cardio with my heart rate that high. All the other folks was saying, don't do that. So what's your take? Yeah, two, uh, she's been given two ex- extreme ends of the spectrum there. One coach was telling her, hits bad for you. You can't do it. And then the other coach is saying, that's all you got to do is hit. Like an hour? Uh, who the fuck is this coach? First, and they have no business coaching people. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm reading this going, God, there's coaches like that out there. there Fuck are. my life, man. Both of those uh, coaches are wrong. Both uh, of them are wrong. Very, very yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hits, high intensity interval training. We need to elevate our heart rate. Okay. We need to elevate our heart rate because we want to have a healthy heart. And you can do that by walking, but that's going to be low impact cardio. Mm-hmm. We need to have a mix. Low impact cardio, medium impact cardio, high impact cardio. So you can do mm-hmm. that by walking, by riding a bicycle, by sprinting. Those those would be three different ways to accomplish those three goals. You got to be doing all of those things. Now, yeah. If we look at so this other so first and foremost, just because you're 59 years old, you you guys probably already know what we're going to say. That's bullshit. Okay, you can do high high intensity interval training when you're 59 years old. Their their reasoning was probably something about cortisol and stress. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'll like put on my microphone. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, should that be the majority of, of your no. training? No. But, no, that's a lot of stress in your body anyway yes. for anybody. Okay. Yes. Um, but you should be focusing on strength training because A, you're 59. And as we age, we lose 3 to 8% of our muscle every single year. So that's- Starting at the age of 30. The goat should be the goat of your activity. Yeah. Along with walking, right? Yep. Yep. Then if you want to throw some hit in there a few times a week for funsies, why not? I did yesterday because yep. I didn't want to fit in. A, I didn't want to. I'm not. You were trying feeling. to be more efficient. I was trying to be more efficient with my time. I'm fucking busy as hell. I went to the gym, walked 20 minutes on the treadmill and did a five minute. It's called the humane burpee. Okay. Dan John came up with it. The humane it, burpee. It is 15 kettlebell swings five squats, five push-ups, and you go down the line in a, in a descending ladder. Then you would do another 15 kettlebell swings, ladder back four, up. four goblet squats, and then four push-ups. And you go down all, all the way until you get to one push-up Got and it. one squat. That's a little um, circuit complex. It's, fucking, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So that took me three minutes and 51 seconds. Okay. That's what I did. And I'm 50. Does that mean everything's going to go to hell now? And I just raised my cortisol and I'm going to gain fat. Oh my God, Beth. I can't believe you did that. No. It's, right. I was maximizing my time because that's what I had. Do I do that all the time? No. But cardio is part of my life. I'm a runner. I walk. I hike. Um, so doing that also, high intensity cardio like that will only benefit you for your goals. You know, exactly. So we can't overthink the activity part. We just have to make sure that we're strength training should be number one and walking for our total daily activity and mm-hmm. then sprinkle in the fun, fun stuff. Do you like hit? Do it. If you don't like um, it, well, you don't need to do it either. Like you don't need to elevate your heart rate that high. You I do don't have to, right. But we would definitely walking at some point, we want to do more than that. So we need to elevate our heart rate at some point because we, we we use walking just to get you started and start building up that mm-hmm. routine and those healthy habits. Okay. Then yeah. you start building from there. And I very rarely assign hit to my clients yeah. because most of my clients aren't at a place where they need to do hit. You know, I usually- Hard on the joints too. It is hard on the joints for sure. It can be for sure. Mm-hmm. So if, if I do prescribe hit to a client, it's usually once or twice a week, five minutes, get in, get the hell out. 
And, you know, it's like 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, five rounds as hard as you fucking possibly can. And if you can do more than that, then you weren't really actually challenging yourself with <laughs> right. true hit. Right. Hit I tell you. By after nature. The, mm-hmm. After the three minutes and 51 seconds, I was fucking like, wow. Yeah, kick, because kick my ass. by nature, high intensity interval training, it's training at like 80 to 90% of your mm-hmm. VO2 max. You cannot sustain that for a long time. So that's the opposite end of the spectrum then from that from that comment from, from Angelia was that her other coach was saying that she had to do it within with, a heart rate strength like, trained with a heart rate of 130 to 100. Fucking why do people like, I don't even pay attention to my, my heart rate unless I'm like running and want to make sure I'm not like, yeah, heart rate fucking... training for sure. If you're a runner, that makes sense. But, but the general you public, don't need, don't fucking worry about it. I mean, that, I'm, I'm not in the stress. Like, yeah. oh my God, I got to make sure my heart isn't between the 130 and the 140s. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That would make, if someone told me to do that, I would probably not, not do it. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, like, I would not want to work out. Unfortunately, exactly. That's just how people get really poor relationships with exercise because these mm-hmm. they have these dumbass trainers telling them to do shit like this. Yeah. Not only that, she's I'm assuming she's there's an assumption here. She says she's doing it every day. She's strength trained. So I'm going to assume she's doing three to hit four days. Hit with strength training. training? That means she's doing an hour of hit three to four fucking days a week. Absolutely not. And wow. she's under fueled. She's eating tw- the, the same damn trainer has around 1200 to 1400 fucking calories a day. In addition to an hour of intense cardio every day and strength training, she's underfueled. This is mm-hmm. how people get down to eating a thousand calories a day and not making fucking progress. She's destroying her body. This coach is destroying her fucking body. Yeah. If you're going to do an mm-hmm. hour of cardio every day and strength train three or four days a week, you better be fueling your fucking body. I, don't come mm-hmm. at me with this 1200 to 1400 calorie a day bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That is how that is a recipe for disaster. You talk about stressing your body, talk about inflaming your body, talking about disordered eating and disordered exercise and poor relationship and poor body image. That is the recipe right there. If you guys want that, whoever that coach was, go hire that coach. Hopefully there's not in the industry, but we just know that coaches like that fucking thrive in this industry. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sorry, we're just gonna talk shit about coaches now. So Oh, there's a lot of, I was just talking about this with another coach that how many shitty fucking coaches are out there. It's depressing. It's because any jackass can go do a two hour online certification over the mm-hmm. weekend. And now they're a fucking gut health expert. Yeah. But guess what? Guess what it takes to be a registered dietitian. It's actually a master's degree now in the United States or here this year or next year. I think it's um, transitioning to that. So four year degree at a minimum mm-hmm. plus 1000 hours of clinical work before they can even sit to take their exam for being a registered dietitian. Mm-hmm. And they're not seen as experts a lot in this industry. But the, yeah. two, the person that did the two-hour class at Walmart, they're the, they're the fucking expert. And that's literally all it is. It's a dollar store fucking degree right. certification. Yeah. <clears throat> Certifications don't mean anything. We're, Beth and I are certified. That they, they don't mean anything. It means you can pass an open book test. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Now, now the real work begins, continuing your education, That's the thing. Yeah. real world experience, working with clients, trying to be wrong, literally finding ways that you're wrong and challenging your own belief systems, right? That That's mm-hmm. all part of being a good coach. Yeah. So sorry, there's our little, t- our, our little rant there, I guess. I don't know. I was, I was doing a lot of ranting, but it just it really fucking pisses me off when we hear these things from people that are just trying to make sense of everything. And these have, they have these awful coaches out there just telling them all this bullshit information and causing them harm. That's, that's the most important thing is these coaches are ruining people's bodies and their minds. Yeah. We need, we, that leads me to be like, okay, so how does someone know that they're hired a good coach or not? Right. Like, 
Red flags. I think, that, or red I think we're this is a really important topic. Like we're yeah. we could me and Matt could be like, ah, oh, we're we're awesome coaches, which we are. But how would you believe that we are? Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what are some things to look at in a coach in hiring a coach? Are they are they just focused on giving you macros and and a workout routine, or are they going to help you build healthy habits? Are they going to pay attention to more than just the scale? Are they asking you questions? Are they communicating with you? How are they communicating with you? Do they ghost you? I know a lot of coaches that'll just will never talk to you. They're just fucking texting or they have like one one check in a week and it's like a fucking text or something. That really blows my mind. Let's you know, talk about like, that really quickly. Cause yeah, like you need to have consistent communication or be able to have consistent communication with your coach. Like your coach yes. should answer you within 24 to 48 hours. Obviously yes. that's the time limit we give our clients. Um, but most of the coaches will reply quicker Sooner. than that, but you have yeah. to have that, those boundaries. Yeah. So what were you going to say, Matt? Yeah. About, um, about, about oh, the coaches and the check-ins and stuff. Yeah. 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 They're, and if you can charge, what well, I don't care what people charge, but your service better damn well back back up what you're charging, right? So mm-hmm. I know I, I know coaches that charge similar to what I what I charge four to five hundred dollars a month or so for one on one mm-hmm. coaching, right? And their their level of hands on support with their clients is almost non existent. They get one email check in a week, planned t- email check in nonetheless, a template to follow, macros mm-hmm. to follow, and that's it. And for what? Like for us, and, and this is a good opportunity maybe for us to plug our own coaching really quickly because hey, why not? I mean, fuck, we're talking about bad coaches out there. Let's talk about what we offer as coaches, right? So mm-hmm. when you work with us one-on-one, you are getting your own head coach mm-hmm. you, that you will be meeting with one-on-one over Zoom twice a month. You're getting live trainings with myself and coach Jess every week. Mm-hmm. You are getting that open access, 24-7 access. That doesn't mean 24-7 response time. Like we said, like Beth said, one to two days of response time, but usually it's the same day. Mm-hmm. Three to four check-ins throughout the week via the app like we like we are doing actually doing the check-ins and the accountability and supporting people along the way when people have a question oh my god we answer with a detailed um question ourselves or answering that question because that's the thing too we don't just answer questions we uh, you ask us a question you we ask you another follow-up question because we probably know the answer as your coach Mm -hmm. we want to get here's the thing yes we're trying to lead you to the answer yourself your coach should be asking you a lot of questions yeah yeah, that is not, very key. Yeah, yeah, good one, Matt. Yes, yeah, man. Coaches are not cheerleaders. Okay, mm-hmm. coaches are not cheerleaders. We are not here to root you on when you're fucking struggling. Just mm-hmm. it's okay, Sarah. Just get back on track. That's all you got to do. Worst yeah. advice ever. Like I know right, we right. say that in our content, but that's mm-hmm. content. That's not coaching. Okay, yeah. coaching. You better be given some, some specific fucking advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if that client is consistently fucking up and struggling and falling off track and you're just, it's okay. You'll get them next time. That a boy, that a girl, that's, you're a cheerleader and you're not helping that client whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We, when, so when someone signs on with us, they have to fill out like an extensive form. Like yeah. we want to know all kinds of data. Like hopefully you're filling out data. Like they're asking about your past dieting. What that's if you've been oh, dieting yeah, for points. fucking years? Like, then you probably shouldn't be starting out in a deficit. Like there's so many things that we look at. Like, okay, maybe let's start. Like we don't just give you numbers and we're like, okay, try this. It's like, no, we want to actually ask you questions, make sure this is, you're going to start you off in the right way. Like maybe you don't need to be in a deficit right to begin with. 
There's video chat check-ins. We have an app. Everything is individualized. We have... Our programs are pretty similar, but... Yeah, we have... I have (laughs) monthly cooking classes. We actually brought on a therapist. Josh is going to be our team therapist for... He's doing like quarterly Q&As with our clients. That's just starting. So we're bringing a therapist on the team. I mean, there's so much that goes into becoming a healthier person. Like it's not just the number on the scale. Right. Like we talk about mindset mindset too. So that's why we value having therapists on our team. That's why we have experts on our teams for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I had a brain, I was going to say something about what you said, but it's fucking brain fart. It's my turn for the brain fart time. Yeah. Yeah. Are you menopausal? (laughs) A menopausal? (laughs) I don't know. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, technically, I mean, I did get snipped last year, so <laughs> it can't reproduce. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay. So some other red flags or or things to look for in coaches, really. They're, they're not cheerleaders and we're not here to hold your hand either. That's the, that, I think that's what a lot of people want from their coaches is the constant hand holding. Mm-hmm. But we need to teach you to be independent. That's we we don't want yeah. if if your coach is constantly holding your hand, there's going to be hand holding at the beginning. Absolutely. We're not going to bring you on. OK, thanks for giving us money. And here. See you later. It's mm-hmm. it's getting you up to speed for sure. But at some point, you got to start get, being independent on your own. So maybe that means less check ins with your coach, maybe three, four or five months from now, whatever it might be. So there'll be some handholding in the beginning for sure, but you shouldn't be that way long-term. And remember, just because you hired a coach doesn't mean that you're suddenly going to be at your goal weight. You have mm-hmm. to do the work. I think a lot of people sometimes not, will hire someone and be like, okay, they're going to do everything for me. I don't need to do anything anymore. It's like yep. you magically think you're suddenly going to get to where you need to be because you hired a coach. No, you need to do the fucking work. Mm-hmm. We're here to, and checking in when things are not only good, but they're bad. That's the most important part. Right I there. think so many people will ghost a coach and this happens way too often because they think that they're doing bad hash. You like, know, sorry, I was doing bad. Quote, I unquote, just... bad that I didn't want to check in or they'll totally ghost the coach. No, that's that's the most important time to talk. That's when to we're the there coach. for you most. That's why you fucking hired us, because that's what you do to yourself on your own. <laughs> right. OK, so. Yeah. Now you have someone to help you. So if things are going to shit, that's the time to be like, hey, you know what? I am struggling with emotional eating right now. I don't know what to do. I'm super stressed at work. Your coach will help give you strategies, help you work through the situation that you're going through. That is how you get better. You don't get better by ghosting your coach when shit's going. It is okay to not be okay. It's okay to ask for help. I literally just said that on my Facebook or Instagram story yesterday. Nobody ever accomplished, achieved anything doing it alone. Right. It's okay. It is absolutely okay. We are not here to shame you or to make you feel guilty. We're here to understand and and to help you. Truly, I've had I've had clients call me um, from the McDonald's parking lot, freaking the fuck out. Like I just want to. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go binge. I'm gonna go binge. Talk like mm. just talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Like absolutely. Like let's talk through this. Mm. You know. And it comes out like they didn't. They stopped the binge right there because they were just able to get their feelings out when yes. we're struggling and we shut down. That's exacerbating the fucking problem. That's mm-hmm. that's all it's doing. You know, yeah. when you're shutting down and keeping these thoughts and these feelings in and repressing this shit, it's eventually going to come out and you're not going to mm-hmm. like what happens when it does come out. Right. Exactly. Because then we see the self-sabotage. When we mm-hmm. see the, the month-long bender, the uh, <laughs> binging yeah. every weekend or every night, we see just self-hatred and uh, self-loathing and all this other stuff because you're just not getting your feelings out there. And it's okay mm-hmm. to express them. It's okay. Yeah. Kind of timely that I think yesterday was Mental Health World Mental Health Awareness Day, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But 
Yeah. There's all these different days. I can't fucking I keep up. I don't I know. Know. Fucking sure. brother Sunday, fucking mental health day, <laughs> menopause day. I don't fucking know. Yeah, there was apparently it was Sun's Day last week, and yeah, it was. And I, I mean, I, I saw, saw everybody them. posting their sons and shit. I was like, oh, me too. I was like, and I, I looked a, at my memories on son. Facebook that day. I was like, oh, I did post something last month, but I was like, my son's not even on Facebook. I don't need to. I'm you just, know, I don't like, need to. Y'all are doing this for show. You're because everyone else is. My son Shut isn't up. on Facebook. He doesn't. He's not going to see me. Be like, oh, <laughs> I got my son. I tell him he's my favorite son because he's my only son every single day. Yeah, I don't need to post on Facebook. It's Sunday. Look, look at his picture from when he was born to now. Yeah, <laughs> he's <Yeah>. the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys don't really care to be honest. That's right. Really, it's the illusion. Smoke, I, smoke and mirrors. Smoke, smoke and, and mirrors. Did you see? I, I made a couple of stories yesterday on my Instagram. I was, I don't know what I saw, but something like fucking. I, I just like anti-influencers yesterday. I was like, man, something just ru- really rubbed me the wrong way with somebody's post. I saw, I think, because I posted this story I, of like, did I not see them? I don't know. Tell us. I don't know. I, I just posted the story of like me doing. I did a boomerang and in the mirror, and mm-hmm. I stuck. Oh my out, yes, I like, those are I funny. Like, I was like, doesn't it, was, it makes me fucking want to throw up in my mouth a little bit when I see a, an influencer say, hey guys, here's my arm workout and then they they fucking show you their ass like what does that have to do with the price of corn the turn with the ass kills me every time i'm like y'all yeah my life man (laughs) well that's another thing about coaches too are they only just posting like their own body like what does that have to do with their ability to give you results that's the thing what drives me nuts okay coaches aren't is the coaches that all they do is fucking post a picture of them in the gym in a pose like, where are your clients at there, guy? Like, what can let's, I mean? Let's, have you seen me or Matt? I mean, I do post myself in the gym, but not, not to the extent of like I, every day. You very rarely do, and I very rarely. I feel like a fucking weirdo. I will take so my own I. photos, but I'm yeah. like, this is just weird. Like, okay. how is this helping you know? people? Is my yeah, like, like <laughs> my stupid gym selfie? How's that? So, if I'm posting a gym selfie, I better have a damn good message behind it. That's my, my yeah. that's my that's it's, my kind of rule for myself. It's usually because I want to let women know that they can strength train in their 50s, and yeah. that's why I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like, I don't really care to fucking post myself posing in the gym. Although I, I will say I'm going to call myself out here. The, I did post a selfie the other day or a, a gym picture the other day, but I was having a, I had a fucking awesome bicep pump that day. So nice. well, there <laughs> I you like, go. I hit some preacher curls that day. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I would too if I, if I had that, but it's not a regular <laughs> fucking but it's, thing. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I went postal in my stories the other day after I posted that. Uh, and here's okay. We want to talk about this for a minute, if you don't mind. Our when Dan Butner, whatever the fuck his name is, I don't know this like hocus pocus guy that was talking about diet soda. Okay, this is what drives me nuts. It really drives me nuts when people will always talk about the diet soda and all these ingredients that are so harmful, but no one ever talks about alcohol. Like nobody. They yeah. may make like a fucking slide about it or, but I've yet to see. They're afraid to lose followers. And I did. I lost followers. I always do. Every, Every single time. time I talk about alcohol and diet soda, I will lose followers. It's it's fine because we those people followers. weren't ready to hear the message anyway. They're, they're confused. But it's people like, can't they be mutually exclusive? It's like, n- no, like you're comparing fucking apples to oranges. You can't be like so horrible for you to drink diet soda. Like it's going to kill you. No, 140,000 fucking Americans died last year because of alcohol. How many died from um, diet soda, Beth? Have you heard of anyone like making mass reports about the deaths from diet soda? No. But the rats, the rats that they gave a hundred times the lethal dose. What about those ones? It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. (laughs) And it makes me so fucking angry. That's what makes me angry. And it's the hypocrisy around it and the people that will 
sit there and drink and then give you shit for drinking diet soda. That happens way. That's I get so problem. many DMs, so many DMs are people like, oh my God, I'm, when I'm out, I'm not a drinker, but someone will come up to me like, I can't believe you're drinking that right now. Right. Yet they're drinking alcohol. And also what I found out, which is really eye-opening, is that a lot of people really don't know that alcohol is a toxin or a poison. Because people think a glass a day is healthy for a glass of wine a day is fucking healthy. So I'm like, you. oh, that's really eye opening. I pretty much thought that everyone would would know that, but I guess they don't. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that just reminded me. So I was talking earlier about our uh, mindful eating program that just graduated. One of mm -hmm. the clients, I'm going to share this this really fun win because it's connected to uh, the alcohol. One, the biggest surprise for her going through the mindful eating program is how it's made her more mindful in every aspect of life, which is also including her alcoholic consumption. Mm. She's like, I'm actually now sober curious and I'm actually questioning my own relationship with alcohol and relation. And that's not even why she set out to, to she just right. wanted to repair her relationship with food. But then she realized that the reasons why she's turning to food are the same reasons why she's turning to alcohol. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I recommend a lot of people ask me about how to get curious, sober curious. So this naked mind by Annie Grace, I recommend to anybody that is curious in learning about alcohol and mm -hmm. just your relationship with alcohol, this naked mind, Annie Grace, start mm -hmm. there, just start there. Like Esther, that's what she remember. She was talking to us about that. She read that book and she's like, I'm never, she's like, doesn't want to drink anymore. And it's not because she had a problem. Mm -hmm. um, she rarely drank, but it made her wonder why she even did in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, guys. So I'm I'm sober curious too. So I can speak from experience. And I I, I haven't read that book yet, but I did read um the book Sober Curious by Ruby Ruby Warrington. Ruby Warrington. A yeah. great book. So there's another book for you guys to read. But mm -hmm. sober curious doesn't mean never having a, a drop of alcohol again. It literally just means being honest with yourself about your alcohol alcohol consumption and the role that it plays in your life and the impact it has on you. That's all we're really asking you guys to do. That's all we're asking you to do. And if you determine that alcohol doesn't serve you anymore, then you, you don't need to partake in it. Yeah. That's really like, it. I, I will never shame someone for drinking. I will never mm -hmm. make fun of someone for drinking. I will never go up to you and ask you, I can't believe you're doing that. There would be no way you, in fact, if you never met me and we were at a party and I was drinking a Diet Coke and you were drinking alcohol, you would never know that I was a recovering alcoholic unless you asked me. Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you. I've, not, I've been around you a lot and I've never once I've, picked up on that from you. I would never tell you because that's not something that I need to talk about. Like, why does anyone need to know that? Like, I'm not going to yeah. go around, oh, my name is Beth and I'm a recovering alcoholic. Why are you drinking that? Like, fuck that. No way, right? <laughs> that's fucking weird, man. Yeah. Um, but you would never know. And I would never tell you or shame you for what you were doing. I would have fun with you. I would talk to you unless you got totally hammered. You started getting annoying. Then I would probably walk away and that's it. Mm -hmm. But I think that's what people, they think that you're, you're telling people not to drink and you're shaming them. It's like, no, I'm raising awareness to an issue that no one talks about. That's what I'm doing. I'm saying, Hey, um, if you uh, value being healthy, then you should probably look I, at your, like how much alcohol you're drinking. I'm a health Why coach. A I'm, a, I'm helping people with their health and wellness and alcohol doesn't fit in that equation. Like I, I, I want to talk on that really quickly. People yes. see us as health and wellness coaches and they still just think we only talk about fat loss. Right. Health and wellness isn't just weight loss and fat no, loss. No, exactly. It's, it's your that's mind. That's why we're looking at everything. Everything. The health of the mind. <laughs> yeah. We, weight loss to me is one of the least important things. That, like, like It's a byproduct honest. of getting working yes. on everything else. Exactly. If you get these health promoting behaviors down, value your health, value yourself. Mm -hmm. I can't guarantee that you'll lose weight, but there's a damn good chance that you will. Right. Right. As a result of that. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
And that's really, I mean, the approach to weight loss is just all wrong, right? That's the that's the problem here. Our approach to weight loss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, we are coming up on an hour. Do we want to keep going or are we good? Because I I think we should probably just maybe do another one soon. I think we should cut it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll cut. I mean, it's been an hour. We we both have. I I got to do some things, and you've got some things. Yeah. Way, but um, that was we'll a fun conversation. Do, it was. It was a very. See good how we just fucking roll with it. Yeah, I miss this. <laughs> I, I love doing this. I love this, guys. You guys, we, we wanna, love doing the one on ones. You guys, we, we do. love doing the one on ones, and they're they're invigorating for us. So we also want to know from you guys. Give us feedback on these, okay? Because we 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 want to make sure that y'all y'all love them too. We love doing the guests. We absolutely do, and we're going to continue having guests on the show. But we want to get back to kind of our roots, which started as kind of just us just bullshitting with each other. Yeah, honestly. So speaking of guests, we're having Zach Cohen on tomorrow. Yeah, which we're yeah, excited so we're with him He's tomorrow. Our, so he's coming on for a second time. We're going to talk yeah. about meal prepping. We're super excited to to chat with him. The CEO of um, of affordable meal prep. So that episode will be coming out the twentieth of October then. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Oh, one other thing before we do go, cut the crap meet and greet, Hocking oh, Hills yeah. in Ohio, October twenty eighth. And we've already got 11 people that have signed Yay. up. So thank y'all for, for RSVPing. The link to that will be in the show notes or send uh, Beth or myself a message and we'll get that sent over to you. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. All right. All right. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So why not share it with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you and thanks for being here.